Hey everybody, and welcome to The Living Word, episode number six. This is week three in review. This particular week has actually been remarkably simple for the reason that everything revolves around, in some fashion, the concept of covenant. And this is really a continuation of last week as well, where we discussed what covenant was, plus little hints from Noah, plus a full-fledged look at Abraham. This week, we get a full-fledged look at the Mosaic Covenant and then a brief overview of both the Ten Commandments and the Davidic Covenant, or the Covenant of David. I wanted to start with the covenant made between God and Israel at Mount Sinai through Moses, which the Ten Commandments are the outward sign of it. Now, it's easy to think of that covenant merely being the stone tablets of the Ten Commandments, but there are, in fact, if you recall, actually 613 commandments or obligations of the Mosaic Covenant. These include two types of obligations, one being ritual obligations. These are the things regarding the priesthood and cleanliness and preparation and sacrifice and and so on. Kosher law being probably the best known element of those ritual commandments and one one of the things that still is with us to this day considering that the sacrificial side of the covenant is no longer in force with no temple being there in Jerusalem anymore, and at least not since the year 70, which almost is 1950 years ago. So for the last 1950 years, there hasn't been largely the ritual side of the law since. And then there are the ethical commandments or the ethical obligations of the covenant, These are the day-to-day living elements. These are the items that you would find in, say, the Ten Commandments, which, you know, when you consider, thou shalt not do this and do that, those are all ethical types of commandments. Really, the larger theme of the Covenant of Moses is that it's meant to be very, and the term I used is holistic, It is meant to cover nearly every element of life and of governance and of worship. It's meant to provide the entire framework for Israel moving forward, to give them an identity, to give them a sense that they are different, that they are the chosen people, a royal nation, a holy priesthood. They belong to God and they should own it. And it's when they don't own it, it's when they disavow it, that they've gotten into trouble down the line in the future, especially after settling the promised land and practicing idolatry and demanding a king. You know, lots of instances of trying to decide that, hey, we don't really want our status as the chosen people. We would rather be just like everyone else. In the earlier episode of the podcast this week went through the Ten Commandments, that you can listen to that. That's episode number five, with also a companion handout. And mostly, all I can really add at this point, and it's not even really an addition, it's a summary. The Ten Commandments largely operate on the basis of relationships with God, with family, and with neighbor. Everything about the Ten Commandments reflects the order and the structure of those relationships, just as the covenant itself 
largely reflects the relationship between God and Israel. It also governs, and I hate to use this term, but lesser relationships, as in lesser than God, not just being the chosen people, but how people are to interact with one another as well. And in the last couple of days, we have gotten to the covenant between God and David. And this is really the most minor of the covenants, but it has so many important things for us as we move forward. You know, just to remember the backstory, David finally conquers Jerusalem. It's the last piece of the puzzle of the promised land. It is also the location that God had commanded Israel to build a sanctuary for the Ark of the Covenant. David finally conquers Jerusalem and immediately wants to begin building this temple. God says to slow down, gives him a sequence of promises. The most important one being that his throne would last forever, despite anything that he or any of his descendants would do at any point. And the reason this is important is, as I mentioned in class, when the angel Gabriel tells Mary that she is going to give birth to the Messiah, he brings up this particular promise that Jesus would be the fulfillment of the promise that the throne of David would last forever. So as we come to a close here on the covenantal side of the course, and really these last two weeks have been a refresher in the idea of covenant and all of the important elements therein, it's important to remember why they are significant. The covenant with Abraham, significant, revolutionary, because of its emphasis on monotheism, also laying the groundwork for the chosen people. The covenant of Moses is significant because it provides that entire holistic framework for Israel, but also it's the first covenant that doesn't make the relationship with God entirely dependent on one's bloodline. And this is a point I stressed very heavily earlier in the week. This hints at the covenant that Christ would establish in his death and resurrection, that one's DNA did not determine whether you could be a part of this covenant. And while being a blood member of the people of Israel was seen as important, it wasn't necessary. What was necessary was an individual making the choice that he was going to live under the rules and the guidance and the will of God. That is what was important, not which tribe of Israel you belong to. And then obviously with David, what we have talked about before, the hinting at the everlasting covenant and the throne that Jesus would come to inherit and reign on forevermore. In last week's regular episode, that would be episode number, I believe it's number three, although I could be wrong, covenant is the frame for the entire course. So it's really important that we keep the whole concept in the back of our mind at all times. Everything that Jesus does, everything that happens, has to be seen with the concept of covenant at least being in the background. It cannot be ignored in any way, any shape, or any form. All right, and that brings us to the end of this episode, number six. I hope everyone has a safe and wonderful weekend. Be sure to get the last episode, especially for the written assignment that is due by Sunday night. 
and I will see you next time.